I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind, and the business got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know, the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. You're pinning words all like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? Wakanda. Wakanda. Sorry, I was reading. Wakanda forever. I thought you were supposed to read it fresh. No, no, I'm, 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 you're right. <laughs> My bad. Here, let me put the thing back on top. Exactly. So y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. On the show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting. Stories, craft, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little Miss Interruption, Lisa Bolakaz yes. in the house. Hey. What's up? What's up? Hey, we were just having a conversation <clears throat> with Chris over here. <clears throat> we were talking about uh, Lando. You're talking about what you I was talking about? Being pansexual. They made this grand <clears throat> announcement that he's pansexual. And I'm just I'm like, like that's, that, that? that's queer bait. What's it got to do with the story at all? They're trying to attract an audience to come see it oh, and well, having conversations well, well, about it. Well, this is why, because they already announced they're doing like a Lando spinoff film. I thought that was, was misconstrued as not being true. Oh. They're mm-hmm. doing a Lando spinoff film because they want the money. Disney's going to say... We made to it. me, they should have done a Lando and not a, hand, so, and not no, a solo. Uh, thank you. you they know? want the money. because You know why? Because Disney... And you are a stock owner, and you own their stock this year. You made a lot of money. Listen, right? and they want to make some more. I money. tried to tell y'all, but y'all they won't listen. Holly won't listen. Time, <laughs> you got Donald Glover as one of the hottest TV shows. Mm-hmm. Atlanta was nominated for a Grammy. Hot album. He got people watching, people checking him out. Yeah. But you want to make a solo movie when you already killed Han Solo. <laughs> In the last Star Wars movie. It'll make no damn sense. It's and it's backwards. like, you should go Lando mm. and she, the shenanigans right. of all of that. And then we can get to Han Solo. I wanted to see Han Solo when fucking Star Wars And I need to see out. Lando because we need to know, <laughs> right. since 1978, <laughs> and when that? I wrote about it, it said at the SDSU Aztec paper, and I was writing for the paper, mm. when I said, paint the Death Star black, <laughs> and I said, we need to know who is doing Lando's hair, where are the black people right. who is hooking his hair up, mm-hmm. Where are the other black people in outer space? <laughs> but funny. now, but they want to say he's pansexual, get the queer beat going in, and, and talking about, oh, we're gonna see this. You, if he, if he ain't fucking aliens and everybody else, are they saying, are you not gonna show that? So they saying stop saying Lando that. is Lando is pansexual. Really? Which, which, if you think about that, that's a given. You live in freaking outer space. You're interacting with aliens. If parts fit, you gonna do what you gonna do. And Lando's an alien too. Is Lando an alien? Well, he ain't born on Earth. Oh, okay. Ain't none of them mofos on Earth. So they all aliens, and everybody can be like, so basically what you're saying is you're trying to get gay people to come. You're just trying to be popular. You're trying right. to just sell some tickets. Because I'm going to be honest, I'm, I'm not that impressed with the, the solo. The I last, the last trailer that came out was a little bit better. But I just don't think, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think they have the range 
to entice me to go who's see it. Who's the new dude who's playing solo? Is he? Uh, who, I don't even know his name. Is he a new? A new uh, he's. No, I don't think he's new. I think he's done some other stuff. Okay. He was and, in Hail uh, Caesar, and he was in. Oh, okay. um, was that last thing he was in? So he's a Brit. No, what was the last TV show he was on? Rules don't apply. I don't even know if he's been in TV shows. Before. You know what? Anyway, he ain't nobody I'm trying to look at. I'm not, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to husband him up, okay? Yeah. Usually you're good when I'm like, you know what? I'm going to add you to my pantheon of men's <laughs> <laughs> in Hollywood. Hey, another thing, um, and we were laughing about this on Twitter, but it, it, it has something to do with colorism mm-hmm. and some of the things. Because Thandie Newton had made the statement. I forgot what uh, outlet it was. And basically she was just talking about she was the... Um, uh, the darkest black person or the darkest black person in the Star Wars universe or the first, the first only like ma- uh, black woman character, mm-hmm. like a main character. Mm-hmm. And she said she was the darkest person. And, and, and us, us brown folk was like, sis, we love you. <laughs> but you, 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 couple, you, right? but you're, you're light-skinned. It. Right. And I said, but we're going to talk about that. And, I, and a lot of my friends were wait, saying, wait, 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 those wait. two things can be true. You can be the first black person in there, too. Yeah. But the, the, I, the implication was, and the, the, what came off of, was kind of like she was saying she was like darker skin. Like, I'm the darkest person, a female. But, and I'm oh, like, female. no, okay. no, no. You're in first Star black. Wars? In Star Wars. Is she going to be in one? She, she's in the solo. Danny Newton? Okay, so you weren't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, she's, in the, she's one of the main characters. In oh, movie. I didn't know that with a bad wig. <laughs> Y'all can't hire no black people. <laughs> you know they never to do that right. They listen, never do black women's hair right. Fandy is at a level movies. now where she can request. I would oh, think absolutely that we get somebody in her own pocket. If listen, it's necessary. You want to look good. Listen, it's part of the writer. Listen, <laughs> you know. Listen, you don't come with your fro thing, whatever that is on her head, mm. looking like that. But I will digress because I'm not going to see the movie name. Well, see, because I love Stranger Stranger Things, but the, I always have a problem, and I love I love the whole cast, but the little black kid drives me bananas because his lips are always all ashy. I'm like, who ashy. in the world is letting? Is his parents not on the set? Like, they what might the not fuck? Be. They might not be. He got white parents. Like, what the fuck is? <laughs> Where, where is, is your on? people letting our there's, people go out? There's probably one. Where is the know, lip gloss? There's, there's like there's the, one teacher the there. Vaseline, something. Some blistex, some, some, some burst yeah. Listen, up in that the is house. why black people the world over were so excited about Black Panther because the melon was popping, people's right. lips was looking delicious. Right. They was moisturized. And it's the 80s. He ain't got no S curl or <sighs> nothing going on. Well, it's like late. Well, no, 80s. no, no. It's the mid eighties. Mid eighties. The mid like the eighty six, eighty five. We all had it's the damn ass girl. Okay, no, basically, not, not in the Midwest. They didn't do it in the Midwest, and that that show. They was doing it in the Midwest. Midwest. I said not everybody. Some people did, but not people everybody. was doing it. Don't listen to the Chris. whole world. Was they was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> everybody was trying to get that print. <laughs> no, but, but 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 he's a kid and he's a nerd, so that's not his thing. I get that, but the lip thing is too much. It's too much. It's drives too much. me banana. <laughs> drives me banana. So, Hollywood, we don't like to see ashy black like people this, with bad this, hair. Come he on. probably has ashy knees on that show, too. You know what? Stop if, it. If, if, if Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Looking like he's been kicking flour. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all know how we're doing in the rent room. If you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get into the show. So we got my man Chris Derrick in the house. What's up, Chris? Not much. Yeah? You just drove back um, from, from San, San Luis Obispo? Obispo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, just hanging with people for friends and shit? Yeah, just, you know, really, really good friend of mine from, from college. Uh, she's moving up there. She just got married in the, like, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, she lives in New York, so she's going to move up there. Yeah. All right. Cool, Leo. Yeah. So what are we doing today, Lisa, Lisa, Colt, Jam? Besides Chris's pages we're going to do later, what are we talking about? You know, we can talk about anything. 
I want to talk about how disappointed. We already had another podcast I want to that say. Pamela was doing earlier, but we didn't even tape the day. I know. Thing. We should just press record. <laughs> and you know what? It's something, you know what? I'm going to jump into it. I'm just going to bring it in Go real ahead. short for time. We were talking about, and a shout out to Common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Pam. Pam turned around like Common walked into the room. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about TV shows where, for example, uh, we were talking about dialogue and we were talking about certain shows that are using contemporary, whether it be temp- uh, contemporary dialogue or music in terms of trying to capture the younger audiences. And Pam, our producer, was basically talking, uh, was getting in with Chris and just talking about how Common's character on, was it Hell on Wheels? Hell on Wheels. Um, felt a little bit too contemporary mm-hmm. for him to be in a period piece. Right. And Pam's argument basically was, you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Basically, I'm saying that there's certain things that you have to use now for the younger audiences because a lot of times people aren't making TV shows or films or historical pieces geared toward, let's say, people in the demographic over 50. Let's just say that. So you've got to use. Ever? Do they ever? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you've got to like what eighteen to thirty five. Right. You've got to kind of hit those things to get those millennials and different people who are younger to kind of stay engaged with but the see, show. You know, sometimes, I mean, there was someone telling me that. That, that those kids don't even really watch TV anymore. That those kids spend too much time on like YouTube and oh, yeah. and stuff like that. It's kind of strange to, to even attempt to to make product. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and I had just brought up the example of that's why I think a lot of the success of Underground, which I'm still still bitter about, um, not being on TV anymore, is how they use contemporary music. And I, I felt like they do some contemporary dialogue in some situations too that kind of made it fresh and kind of gave it a hipness to it. Right. Because the very first episode of Underground, the very first scene, they were using Kanye West's song. Right. They started on it. What was it? Black? What is it called? What was black, it? Thing? Black, black, black. Uh, uh, I have it. Keep talking. Black, I have it. Anyway, if y'all know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yep. And throughout the whole series, they use really great <clears> contemporary <throat> music and it just fit. Even though this is a period piece that was talking about the enslavement of African people, it was dealing with um, the suffrage movement, just dealing with, you know, the Underground Railroad. So much stuff was going on, but the use of the music, I think, kind of engaged a younger audience to kind of want to check well, the show see, out. see, here's the thing about Oh, that. Black Skinhead. That's Thank you, Black Skinhead. Okay, here's the thing. Like, I think that, you, you know... <laughs> the irony. That's... <laughs> like... That's a musical choice. I think is a smart choice because you, because you're doing that right, and it's and it's not part of the show. Mm-hmm. It's outside of the show because it's like you know what I'm saying like for instance, if someone was actually singing Kanye West song in that show, right? He gives me money. I'm feeling. <laughs> I still watch that show. I'm like, all right, all right. I would feel that. Look, I'd feel if you. If, I feel if you did that, which you can do because I, there's the the the, the new Barry Jenkins. Show he's living for Amazon. Right. It's based off of uh, uh, Colson Whitehead's The Underground Railroad, right. okay. which is this magical kind of like uh, it's a real railroad. Um, yeah, you know, like um, surreal thing where they're actually on an underground railroad right. and all this stuff. It's just fan- <clears throat> fascinating book. Fascinating. Didn't it win the the book National Book Prize, Award? Or National book book Award. Is, National is book a trailer award. out yet for that? Or is no, 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 because because he's doing. He just wrapped this this James Baldwin thing called. Called Beale Street something or other, and then Beale Street guitar, Beale, yeah, and th- and then he's doing a ten episode series for Amazon okay. for this, this this the the white telling you book. Pam them ten episodes and eight episodes. That's all you need. Um, yeah. Get that straight cut because yeah, the way they're canceling so many shows nowadays. Once again, as 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 bitter, what? as bitter. 
Yes. Right. They, like I told y'all, look, y'all, a couple of weeks ago, you heard me say on here, I never like to talk about two of my shows with all my favorite things. All of my favorite things get canceled, and they just canceled The Expanse. Yeah, so terrible. now that you are working for those people, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to need you to go in there and ring some necks <laughs> and tell them why my hot so. But anyway. I, you know, those 10 episodes is enough because they cancel things left and right. It's like, I feel like now we should just be like Britain and everybody else just get those 10 episodes in and tell y'all st- your full story arc, get it done. If it happens to get picked up again, just do a full contained story arc and let it be done. Don't be having me waiting for other stuff to come out. Right. We are in a new day and age. Well, do six episodes. I mean, there's a show on, on, on there's a British show now called uh, Collateral mm-hmm. on, uh, with, well, the Brits are really good for I just think, doing a short. I, I think it's just yeah. six, it's just six episodes. Right. I mean, to me, I'm like, that's great. I think the you know the problem, the problem that has hurt so many people, so many shows for so long was this desire to have it be a hundred episodes. Right. You know, because they're I'm trying just, to get into syndication. But my right. thing is, you know, like who has watched a syndicated show in the last ten years? Really, mm-hmm. you know, people don't do it anymore because. No. You know, the, like, I mean, there's so much new stuff. Right. And, and, you know, those channels like AMC and TNT and TBS mm-hmm. don't show reruns. They doing their own programming because right. they need to make the money because they don't make any. They, I mean, the small fee they get from playing Seinfeld compared to putting right. their own show on yeah. that they're going to then export around the globe. I was just listening to um, um podcast with. Um, What's his name? Larry Larry uh, Gilmore. Is that his name? Who used to do the we'll Keep It One Hundred? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was he was he was interviewing Larry he was interviewing Gabrielle Union for her new break break in movie whatever. <clears throat> she was talking about how on BET this is interesting. She said on BET and I'm I'm not being specific with paraphrasing, but she said something about BET when they air on that they get whatever numbers, but they play it on Netflix like a year later. The numbers are like quadruple more than they get on BT. She's like, it's funny. She'll get on a plane and meet some person from another country who thinks she's meeting her from one of her movies with white people in them, and they're meeting them because of being Mary Jane. Yeah, I love it. And she's show. like, they're watching the show, but they're not watching it on BT. There's something about it being on BT. It was funny. It's like, we want your blackness. <laughs> exactly. But we don't want to sit in your black house. Well, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> we don't want to be in your I, black I, house. I, you know, Smelling your black food. Exactly. <laughs> BT has got a brand problem. Like the same way that Audi... See, people kind of forget, you know, like right now people love getting Audis. A8 is a dope car and shit like that, you know? But I think people people forget that when Audi first came over here in like the early '80s, and they had this car, the Audi Five Thousand, right. they had to get up, you know, they had to leave because they had this problem with the car would start on its own and would smash in the drive oh, and it. stuff like that. Because that was a popular car; it was in everybody's yeah. sayings and it was in songs and shit. But they had a problem with it because there was something where it would they, they, it would start on its own and and hit people in their car and really? like walking. So 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 they did, so, so so they had to leave the market for a while. Oh, I didn't know that. And, and when they came <laughs> back. They came back as purely a luxury car because hmm. the five thousand was just kind of like a car that got, you know it was like a, it was right. kind of competing against Volkswagen, but they came out purely luxury because like you know what we saw that that's what like you know like Honda and Toyota did with their cars so we mm-hmm. had to come out just like this right. and therefore that's what we, that's what I had to do and it's like and that changed their brand right. that really changed their brand and I kind of think that's like like BET you know is stuck in a position where they. Appeal that they, you know, the people they're appealing to for you know a bunch of their stuff 
is not necessarily for something like Mary Jane. Right. Is what, because, cause, because that's just a, like, a smart, like, hip show. And then to, you know, it's, it's, uh, and the people who, who are watching that, the audience is really um, wanting something like that constantly. Right. And when everything else on the network is not, not everything, but a bunch of it's not, and historically, mm-hmm. that's not what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. It's hard for people to, cut, to say, I want to tune into BET. Mm-hmm. You know? And, yeah. and, but, and, and the thing is, is that I, I met people from there, you know, maybe a five, six years ago, a friend of mine used to be like, like they used to have an animation department, really? and, and and the guy had pitched us to write this really really cool project that that, that mm-hmm. uh this this like uh, this anime thing that that um that Will Smith was gonna do like oh he's guys coming and do some writing on it and I was like on BET <laughs> I mean I know that that black people love anime and stuff right. but that it's it's such a and and he was there for like a year and then he was like I, I he could get no traction on getting mm-hmm. everyone plus there's the issue I think at the time I don't know if it's it's the same way now. The people in Hollywood, I mean in Los Angeles, didn't have the final say on what would go on the air because right. they had a the parent companies in D.C. and they would make the decision. And they're not out here. Who to, runs them? Is it Viacom? Who who's over BET? Now? They're v, they're B, they're Viacom now, but okay. before it was you know it was just, it was just like like Robert Johnson owned it himself right. and you know and then you know but still it's just like you know like they just need to spend the time of doing the type of programming. That really um, is what the audience can get in. It's just the audience can get into because the it's the it's this thing about being Mary James. You're saying is that that audience is not the only audience. Mm. You know that if this foreign audience is watching it, then you gotta kind of open up your storytelling a little bit so they can watch it and enjoy it. I mean that's what, that's what I think. Absolutely. Because I think I think that's what Oprah's done. You know, because she came on with that. Remember that show she had called what's it called Saints and Sinners? Not the Saints. Right. That's what it was called. Mm. No, no, no. That she had a show that was a Tyler Perry show. That was like some. Uh, uh, it was like some soap opera thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I can't remember what it was called. And it was still kind of like up for him, you know. Yeah. But she was like, I don't even want to do that anymore. I'm going to do like Queen Sugar right. and Greenleaf and mm-hmm. this, 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 this Love one. Is thing, mm-hmm. which looks awesome. Because mm-hmm. she's like, you know what? That's what can sell everywhere. So let's do that. Hmm. Interesting. Another thing I want to drop in here on the, uh, on the TL here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about, well, I was talking to you earlier about the new Upfronts, new TV shows, shows that got canceled, shows that got picked up. I wasn't really So excited. the Upfronts came out, yeah. a couple, uh, let's say, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. and they talked about <clears throat> shows that were being renewed, new shows that are coming, shows that are being canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, the Big Bruja was Brooklyn Nine-Nine was canceled, and then NBC <laughs> and then picked NBC it up. Picked the fans yeah. came through. Although my Expanse people, we are trying. Yeah, I'm seeing somebody some on Twitter. But... Somebody to pick it up, get yeah. Netflix, somebody to pick it up. Right. Um, I, I, I tell you, you should pick it up. Who's there? Is Amazon mm. should pick it up? Yep. For this is and this is the main reason. Mm. All people I know who watch the Expanse watch mm. it on Amazon. They don't. Okay. They don't. You know. They don't have. They're cable. not watching Sci-Fi Channel. No. Yeah. They're not watching because people I know who watch it, like my friends who watch <laughs> they it, they watch it on their own time when they can watch yeah. it. That's the problem. They and still they have these have Nielsen it, things, it, it, and they're thinking it, it, that these shows are not being watched. Right. And people, even the fans on Twitter and other places, were saying, "This is how I watch the show. I don't right. watch it." Who's on the network, on? I watch it on other platforms that we're still here, but there's no way to, and, 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 to monitor and it's, and it's that. Just, it's just streaming for the. Well, no, this the the, the the Amazon might not be giving you the numbers to know because you know they have that just like Netflix, they kind of keep that close to the vest. I, I don't know if they share it or not, but well, but this is the point. I'm saying this point. They're about they just spent two hundred and 
fifty million dollars on the rights to Lord of the Rings. Right. Not even. They that's pre- not even production. They produce. They right. do nothing. And right. I'm, I'm kind of saying to myself, nobody wants. Listen, listen. People and I heard there were people who were into I, are they for, to make it into a TV show again? TV yeah, show, TV show. Listen, TV show. Listen. And I heard it's gonna be about like Aragorn as a kid. And I was like, you know what? Show me something new that's mm-hmm. exciting. And the thing about the expanse is so exciting is I haven't seen a sci-fi space opera like that. Mm-hmm. In over a decade, yes. that you know that is so like well done, mm-hmm. contemporary with its themes. So many women characters, yeah, just, women just, like, just, just like great characters. I mm-hmm. mean, like, like I mean, and, and great politics, great effects. Yep. you know, um, and you also and the thing I love about too is that there's there's like there's no like chewy recognizable American faces, yep. which means that you don't know who could get axed at any time. <laughs> yes. that's what makes it we great. Love that, don't yes, we? that's what makes it. I great. mean, there's no there's no net. There is no buffer when you're bowling. They don't put those little right. thing on the side. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's it is what it is, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. I mean, the, so one of the good. Like the, the one. I mean, there was because one of the arguments is whenever you get a show that gets successful, after a while, of course, it's going to cost more. You got to pay people more, and then right. after a while, they just think they're expendable. It's like I don't understand when you can put stuff that is not good and keep it on the air. Mm-hmm. Like as much money y'all made from Sharknado, y'all couldn't have put something that as much support if I have given you right. six movies right. that I have been there. Mm-hmm. I have helped birth this movement. <laughs> Of Sharknado love. I'm just taking credit for it. Nobody else has. Right. I'm taking credit for it. Shout y'all out to can, Scotty Mullen. Hey, Scott. <laughs> y'all can't funnel some of that money to save my quality stuff? There's, it's, it's strange to this, me. Is, and this is why we got to get... There's this producer that I know named Pamela Asme Andrew, by the way. Okay. She ain't in this room right now. But if she was here, she would jump on the mic. And she would help us go in about this exact fucking topic. Well, one day we're going to get this bitch on the show. You know what? Hey, because it's like, it just seems to me like there's certain successes and you would right. think you would funnel that into something, especially when you have a show that's so popular, so, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just don't know how to fix that. I mean, I do get the idea of like sometimes budget, it just costs much more and you want to get some new no, things. No, but here's and the thing about, okay, here's the thing I about can't, stuff. I don't but, know. But, but this is the thing too, Buss. This, this is my stuff. This is why Amazon should pick it up too, because uh, the experience is not a, it's not a, it's not funded by sci-fi it's funded by alcon so most of the money they get goes to alcon so it's, right. it's not necessarily like a good business deal mm-hmm. for uh sci-fi because they're just licensing essentially but see amazon because they're getting ready to spend a billion dollars <laughs> believe me they'll spend a billion dollars one billion dollars on, yes. on, on this order of the rings thing if it's, 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 they spend a quarter it's gonna, it's gonna cost a billion, that it's gonna, shoot it. it's gonna, it has it has to right. now because if you spend a quarter billion on the rights right. it cannot look cheap can right. i honestly ask 20 million this, an episode can i, can I ask if, this, if it's not 20 million an episode right. they're kind of messing up right. can i ask this honest question so wait, 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 just wait for that. So therefore, you can, and the problem, the problem that, that I know with Amazon is, they don't have like a, like a, like, like a brand loyalty yet. Hmm. People I know don't know a lot about Amazon shows, yeah. and they have a lot of really, really, really good shows. Mm-hmm. But people go, ah, what are they? Uh, you know, I don't want to Prime, blah, 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 whatever. So you put a show on that can drive people, big fat, rabid fans, <laughs> like a sci-fi, you know, thing mm-hmm. that. Th- that's actually a great lead-in for your Lord of the Rings series right. because you got people who are <clears throat> sci-fi fantasy f- fans are going to be in that world. Oh, you start th- like, th- like throwing me these little things about you know like the Lord of the Rings from here and there. 
like while I'm watching The Expanse, mm-hmm. I might want to tune in. I'm, and yep. I might know where it is. Yeah. But who knows? It was just, it has a great cast. It has, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to think that someone's going to pick it up and do this show. I know the writer of it's like, but there's still the books. I'm like, man, <laughs> man, come on. <laughs> I want to see those characters that you've created. And it just, it just hurts me that with the really great thing. So it seems like nowadays a shelf life for shows that Lisa likes is only three seasons. And then it goes bye bye. Well, three see, seasons is a good. Yeah, but see, three seasons is good yeah. if you give me four complete arcs, right? And you wrap that shit up, right. and I'll be happy. Don't have me teasing like we're gonna have right. the like. So especially uh, if it ends uh, on a cliffhanger, uh, and then you don't know what. Yeah. That right. see, now here's the thing too. I think that the, why it's smarter to go on Amazon is that is that the, is that the you know you, you buy something that's got seven books the way they bought this like Game of Thrones with seven books or something like that or supposed seven books and still two to be written. And they put on they put on a premium thing, and and they can get a lot more, they can get more edgy. They can have sex, and they can have violence that they can't put on a basic cable show. Right. And I think that, and I'm not saying that the, that's in the expanse, the books and stuff like that. There's not. I mean, but if they needed to, they could now if they go to Amazon. Who is the audience for Lord of the Rings reboot TV? Who's gonna watch that? I'm not. <laughs> I am not. Especially not without the cast. And if you do it, you cannot have it be white people only. Well, you cannot them roll that way. Watch you cannot do that. that the shows that are really popular, successful, are doing well. Right. I'm just sorry. I don't white. I don't watch white shows anymore. Right. I don't. I'm. Just, I'm just gonna tell you straight up. If your show's got nothing but white folks, you're not. I'm not watching you unless you're like a show that takes place in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, there's, and there's a color, there's, like a few black folks there. Yes, it's right. like unless it's like some right. kind of thing. The military's over there or too. something. It's like I can't but because let me tell you why. I get bored so easy. What's that guy? His name is Marcus. He's a chef. He has like he's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the. He's from Ethiopia. He's Ethiopia, but he grew up in Samuel. Yeah, but he grew up in Sweden. His parents, yeah, his adopted parents, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, and I remember there was a great episode of that show called Emerald around the world, and he went and like went to his place in Sweden, and I was like, he had a whole family there, people there, so I was like, there's there we just don't see him I'm I'm just telling you right now I'm not so when I saw these and I'm gonna tell you why a lot of these upfronts Mm -hmm. are not gonna do well they put money in these shows and I'm just gonna tell you I'm telling you right now Mm -hmm. people especially nowadays we don't want to just see just white folks I'm so sorry white people your time is over (laughs) you need to come be an American like everybody else where we see all kinds of people there are all kinds of Americans and that's what we want to see I think that's why the show This Is Us is so successful Mm -hmm. other shows that have like multicultural cast is because we realize that's America and when you have a show when it's the same old same old some boring family where the dad is not that great looking and the mom (laughs) is like fabulously beautiful and you've got these kids who are doing ridiculous it's just boring you've been there done that now I want to jump on that and talk about some shows who did not make it who probably should have got a chance like I'm surprised that um, there was a version of a greatest American hero Mm -hmm. they made the pilot didn't get picked Mm -hmm. up I used to love that show. Gabriel Union, it Jessica Alba. So hey, Gabriel Union. What's Union, her name? With um, mm-hmm. Hannah Simone, is that her name? Or is that the, 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 the girl, the second girl on... For the Greatest uh, American Hero? It's a new girl. It's a new, it's a new actress. No, 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 no. No, she's on that show called um, A New Girl. Oh, okay. No, it's her friend. What's her, what's her friend's name? Simone, like Hannah oh, Simone, the, the Latino girl. Latino girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She was the star in that Greatest right. American Hero. Right. Oh, okay. Right. And it was crazy because like she turned down some other big shows to be mm-hmm. on that show, yep. and it was like, oh, this girl's gonna go because you know, yeah, like, well, you got that. And they didn't happen. It. And then they had Gabriel Union and Jessica Alba had their show. It was kind of like a spinoff <clears> of uh, Bad Boys, mm-hmm. and that did not get picked up. And I was really surprised. There's a lot more shows. I was trying to think of it as you guys were talking. I was trying to like rack my brain that what I had read. I was trying to oh, which shows? There were a lot of shows that had people. 
color, lots of main characters that did that pilots went through were made did not get picked up. Right. So I'm not understanding. Well, see if you we thought this, it was good enough. If we had this one person pilot, on the show, they'd be able to talk about this. <sighs> As she munches on popcorn over there, but one day, one day, one day, one day. Well, this I mean, look, this is my thing. I mean, like, I didn't watch. Pay attention to what shows are coming out on the, the upfronts and stuff like that. Um, I just heard about some of these things, the Jessica, right. Jessica Alba thing, with because mm-hmm. cause like there was talk about doing that as a movie, like three, like two, three years. I mean, ten years right. ago, when, mm-hmm. like when that mm-hmm. came out, because she right. was so strong right. in Bad Boys too. I was like, right. no reason I did that movie. Mm-hmm. They wait too long, and, and just like there was a reason, there was all this talk to do a spinoff of. Halle Berry's character from that one thing when she was in that doing James Bond. They're like, oh, we're going oh, right, to do what we're right. doing for her. We're do it for her. And they never did it. Right. I'm just kind of like, okay, that's a mistake. Why don't you do that? Especially, especially now, this movie that this, the, like the film that, that, that Gabriel Union is going to be in, the coming out now, like this week when her family's getting. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. Breaking in. Breaking in. So if, right. if that comes out and does well, then the people in NBC just like you know, cash it did well, didn't it? Make its it budget did, back? It did, it it did, did like well. three times its budget. Oh, oh, oh it's, it's, good. it's come out already. It okay, came, okay, came out today. It came out this weekend. Didn't it come out this weekend? This weekend or last mm-hmm. weekend? Last weekend. Last weekend. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they should be you know cash rating themselves because you know well, the, she was she. I mean, interrupt you. She was talking. I was telling you guys. I don't know if it was this episode or the previous episode about. She was talking about how when she did. Um, the podcast I was listening to with Larry, she was talking about how when she did Bad Boys, mm-hmm. they thought she was going to become an action star. Yeah. After that. Yeah. And it didn't happen. No, it was, what, so was the role? She's went this long since Bad Boys. Ten years to finally do another big action movie. Ten. You know, that's years. why that was one of her, one of her interests in doing it. You well, know? see, because here's the thing: it's like, you know, there's all this talk about, you know, we don't see. <clears throat> The female action film, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of like, but you know what? I see one, and I'm like, okay, that's gonna break open the 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 dam, right? Like I, I remember like um, Columbiana came out. Mm-hmm. That's probably eight years ago now. Right. Wait, I don't know. And I was like, oh, that should open up Zoe Saldana, big movie. Men did not come out and support that. You know, I'm just gonna say it. No, that's true. The, but the, the movie y'all did men's well. the movie did well. Did not come out to support that movie. It should have been bigger than it was. It should have been. Should have been. But it did. They gave well. you all the things that you men folks like. They had Zoe in her underwear <laughs> with her breasts and her I booty was... hanging out. <laughs> which is just so tropey and typical of it should have done better and you didn't come support it. Yeah, I said it. So <laughs> whoever's go. chunk I'm on, they lip right now, listen to this podcast. Yes, I said it. You don't support <laughs> women films when they come out. I'm going to be really curious to see how dudes come out to come see Ocean's Eleven, the new one with the female right, characters in it. See, here's the thing about that. <clears throat> I'm watching that We come movie. to y'all movies and but root see, for y'all and see, give y'all money. See, this is the thing that I, th- I thought would have been interesting. I saw that trailer the other day. Cast looks great. Right. Trailer for what now? For yeah, Ocean's, Ocean's, Ocean's Eight. Okay. Eight. Cast yeah. looks great. Eight. That's eight. Yeah. Because like you know, it's great to see Sandy Bullock in that. That's like perfect role for her. Mm-hmm. Then I expect to see Kate Blanchett in that because that's not the type of role that you expect from her. But it's mm-hmm. great that she's doing it. You know, mm-hmm. rest of that cast looks really cool. I feel like something about <clears throat> the crime. Didn't seem as interesting. Yeah, the crime I, itself like, seems like crime it, seems not. It seemed cool very enough for basic me. and the same yeah, as the original the, one that they did. Yeah, you know. Well, no, no. It's, see, it's even smaller than in Ocean's Eleven. It's like, but and I was like, no, 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 but, no, no, no. But it's going to get the Met Gala though, so there might be something cool. 
okay, the Met Gala, yes, they're, they're robbing someone's stone, but, you, but think about in the original one. They're robbing three casinos at right. once. At once. That's dope. <laughs> I don't care. You watch other movies, I'm still in one casino. <clears throat> okay, fine. Three at once. That's dope. <laughs> so you need to roll with something like that. So it's not big enough. It's not, it's not. But, but it's at this enough. point and now, we don't really know what the plot really is. Yeah, we know they're still they're something. They're only giving you pieces of it. Did, yeah. I'm, no, no, no. Because they don't know how to make advertising to to hide things anymore with these movies and the right. trailers. They just throw everything at you and say, "Come see it anyway," even though there's no surprise anymore. Right. So um, I can get. <clears> it's just like it doesn't seem big enough to me, and I feel like it's a disservice to those women because. It's such a cool idea, and I was like, "You gotta have gotten like a really big, like a, some crime that's just gonna fuck everyone's yeah. head." Because when you see that, mm-hmm. you know, it has to be something like in like what's that? What's the thing the, the Kevin Spacey thing everyone loves? Kind of saying. Oh yeah, yeah. all right. You suspect? You suspect? Where 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 heads are just blown? Like, oh fuck, right. that was the ending. Right. Shit. And if you know? were brilliant, you would do a thing where part of their thing of their crime is also breaking out their one buddy who probably taught them the Doris Payne story. I would throw in a Doris Payne <laughs> character. If you don't know who Doris Payne is, <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. You need to Google and catch up with the conversation. Um, just something cool, like women who've been doing this for long, you know, stealing jewels, doing right. stuff. And it's, of course, Doris Payne is a black woman who's been doing And she's still doing it. Like, every time I she's look in the news, she, yeah, she's still getting, she's been doing There's stuff. There's a story for, about her recently. Yes, yes. Last, yes. Last she just got out. Yes. yes. Went into like, Walmart. Was it Walmart? I can't remember what it was. Or some, <laughs> just, you know what? Doris, do you. I'm not even mad at you, honey. But it would be cool, some cool kind of hipster like, kind of. Can you me something too? Some, you know, some cool, something cool that you can bring see, to the table that's, that's, that's different. See, the thing, see, see, the thing that made the, 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 that Clooney one so interesting, and I really want to see how they do this. And this is why I really love. Was this the third one or fourth one? This is this would be the fourth one. Okay. The thing that was so cool about the Clooney one is is because they said it in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So in the few Vegas films that did that kind of like great kind of like here's the history of Vegas kind of thing where they would show like here's some guys who tried to rob a casino in like the yeah. 60s here's a guy who tried to rob in the 70s and there's all these kind of like weird kind of little touches that let you know like 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 just the gravitas right. of it and he's like oh you know and we're blowing up casinos yeah. to make way for the it's just like wow this is like a huge huge thing like fuck what's his name um um Andy Garcia mm-hmm. was just like this megalor this mm-hmm. villain of, of, of great proportion. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of feel like, I don't know if Anne Hathaway, the way they're painting her in the trailer, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I should be wrong. I do have some I better with be some wrong. Of the casting. There's some actresses who I don't think should be in that movie because they are boring. <laughs> but I digress. Can we rejoice right now for a movie that's coming out that I saw the trailer. If you haven't, you should see it. That's the trailer. I am here for Petty Keanu Reeves. Oh. Okay. Destination Wedding. Him and Winona Ryder. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know this movie. If you have not seen the trailer, I haven't seen the trailer. <clears throat> watch the trailer. I cannot, like you know, I, I'll watch a rom com every now and then, but there's something they got something. Their, their chemistry together in this trailer is so good, and Keanu is so petty and and so <laughs> cute. Winona Ryder and Winona Ryder, and the, and the title is perfect. When we talk about good titles that tell you what the movie is about. <laughs> Destination wedding, so yeah. you know what's happening. You know where they're going. Okay, there was there was there was a there was a I think right in the rise of the Me Too movement. I guess it was last like November. So mm-hmm. Biden has blown up. It was interesting. I got a, a debate with someone. Do you know I'm talking about Keanu right now? <clears throat> I know you're talking sexy about sexy Keanu. No, no, I'm good. I'm good to say no. Just, <laughs> Grown, mature. Just let me bring it back. Because getting into his maturity. No, no, this is why Keanu I looks. asked you about when uh-huh. I'm a writer because <laughs> the thing that we we talked about was did she get blacklisted? 
because she hadn't been in a big studio film in, a, in about. You remember Winona? Yeah, in about, when she had been shoplifting. Yeah, in, 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 about, in about ten yeah, years. I think so. About ten years. I know somebody who could speak on that, but um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that anyway. person yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> refusing to even get on the mic. Oh, man. There's no camera in here yet, but <laughs> won't get all, yet. Yet. Uh, so <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm just curious. We have well, this, you know, the reception to the cloud show. hanging over us right now. <laughs> you know, I just. She's, I don't know. she's back though. Mm-hmm. I think I think Stranger Things brought her back. Up. I think, totally yeah. did. But I think, but she but has it's been, kind she of said it's like okay, yeah. you know, because like you know, I was I was I was working on something um, for these pages that I needed Lisa to look at. But you know, I was I was I went back and I was reading all these stories about like Ashley mm-hmm. Judd and 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 yep. Ryder right. and 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 um, Mara Savino, Mara Savino, mm-hmm. and um, Annabelle Ciora. Mm-hmm. Who uh, who all got like you know blacklisted? You know, mm-hmm. it was just fucked up. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you hear what's your name speech of last night? Who was that? Um, at con, maybe it was Friday night. Asian Argento at con. What she said? She got on the was, whole ooh. con. Oh, she went in on the con. She was asked to present <laughs> the best actress, <clears throat> and she said this whole festival is complicit in the in like the Harvey Weinstein thing. Right. This was his hunting ground. Right. And y'all let it go down. Mm. I was like She let it be known. Shout out to Asia. I know. Right. Shout out to her. Shout right. out. Because I was Which like, is funny. We had a we had a town hall meeting um for the black committee at the Writers Guild a few months ago. And um so I made sure that Lena was like moderating to keep everybody in order. You need somebody when you do a town hall who's gonna tell people to shut the fuck up. Right. Because if you don't They're going to keep on going, what about this or what about that? So at some point, some of the older cats were getting in, talking about, well, you know, when we was doing this and we was doing that, and she's just got fed up. She's like, look, I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) I was on the floor. She said, I'm going to be honest with you. Some of this, where we are right now, is because of Mm y'all. Y'all wasn't doing shit like I'm doing right now, trying to put people on and whatever. Y'all so focused on your own selves that this is why where we are now. She went in on it. I was like, you better go, Lena. Okay. Like, tell (laughs) some people. It's it's something we kind of talked about when Carl was here about this, like, you know, do you put the helping hand out behind you once you start going on, you know? And it's like... And those people who are not people of color who are being successful, that's part of what they do with their peoples. Yeah. Right. And that's and how they also help black people is, is that, that, that the ones who, who will do that are the ones who will help you. And it's unfortunate because how many how many episodes have we done, even before you came on, Chris, where we talked about how the people who help us, nine times out of ten, unfortunately, are white, are white folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Pam and I talk about it all the time. It's, it's sad. bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Bullshit. It's our responsibility to bring them up. It is. Mm. I, I think. Why? Well, no. I mean, I have some theories there. I mean, again, somebody who's hustling, theories. who's got the game, who's got talent. Why wouldn't you want to help them? You know what I mean? Because a lot of times, for those of us who, because we're starting to get to these positions, we feel like that fear of someone's going to replace you. If I help somebody, then that's that's a spot that's less for me. And we we're coming in with this kind of attitude of feeling that there's not enough resources for everybody, for everybody to get their shine Well, you on. know what Lena did, which I appreciate. I'm using her just because this part of what she's doing, I give her fucking hella props for. She's attaching herself as a fucking executive producer. She's going, you know what? You talented. I'm going to jump on board with you, support Use you. Use my profile to Introduce help you. you to all my peoples and let's go together. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. 
Pam been like that for 20 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think no, that... I mean, that, that's how you have to I'm roll. trying to get the bitch to get on yeah. the mic. You okay, yeah. You've been trying. I love how you're trying, uh, but it's not quite working. But see, but that's okay. But wait, that's okay. Here's, that's okay. But here's the thing. Like, that's how you have to do it. Like, that's how... I, 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 I don't know... It's, I think that's a lot to do with, like, lack of... Um, what's the word that someone said? Someone... There's like, it's a lack of understanding the like the full scope of the business, right? Because right. it's like you know. So the other day, I'm watching um something wild. Have you seen the movie Something Wild with uh, Owen, Owen mm-hmm. with Mona Griffith stuff like right. that? Because I'm doing this kind of thing on Jonathan Demme, and I was reading this back on this thing, and it's like Jonathan Demme, you know, helped out a bunch of people, put his he produced some stuff, things mm-hmm. like this. It's kind of like you know, he's not. That director who's just directing, mm-hmm. he's producing the people's stuff where he can, you know, mm-hmm. and he's helping out people in a lot of different ways. You know, mm-hmm. apparently, you know, the stuff about uh, getting to some of the Talking Heads music in Wall Street is because oh, is, really? is because uh, you know because Jonathan Demi has shot Stop Making Sense and right. and and he's a big fan of uh, and. Oliver Stone was a big fan of that movie, but mm-hmm. that music is. I, I need a couple songs and it's like right. help me out, mm-hmm. help me out, and it's like okay because that's like you understanding like the the knowledge of the industry about how, like how people work out. If you mm-hmm. if you go and sit in the credits of movies and you see who's getting those, the producers want to thank like mm-hmm. who are those top three names are. They're usually other industry people, right. you know. If they're not getting like some co EP credit, mm-hmm. they're up there because they know, you know, that's how you make it work, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I don't know if that's like if that's on the radar of too many black folks, you know. Because if I mean, because it's I mean, in a certain instances, I people used to say to me, all, I tell this conversation all the time about Spike Lee. Spike Lee's been a huge, huge factor in this industry, right? And probably like, probably the last thirty years, right? Mm-hmm. I can't name. I mean, there should be there should be over two dozen films that he should have just been a producer on. Oh, I see where you're going, right? You know, yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, like over because if because if you go and look at Spielberg's credits. Mm-hmm. He got more. He's got more movie credits right. as a producer than anything, because right. he was like, "Let's get the movies made. Right. Let's get the projects done." Mm-hmm. Because th- you know, I'll lend my name. Oh, mm-hmm. to me. And at that time, when Spike was hot, hot, mm-hmm. you know, he, he could have been bringing a lot of people, setting up stuff all over town. You know. Do you think that's? And I think I wonder if this is for some white filmmakers too, though. Do you think you get caught up in the? Well, I'm hot now. I can do all the projects I wanted to do. And they take years to do sometimes. Sometimes you get caught up in that as opposed to, well, well let me lend my name for that project. Well, and that project. Okay, well, it's, okay, look, it, that is true. But again, you have to go and, and say, what's your like, knowledge of what's happening in, in, like, in the game? And it's like those guys, the Three Amigos guys. Mm-hmm. So, so Inari 2, right. um, what the hell, he just won for Shape of Water, right. uh, Del Toro, mm-hmm. and um, Rodrigo and, and the, uh, the guy who did uh, uh, Children of Men. Like mm-hmm. those guys help each other out, and and even beyond that, mm-hmm. you know, guys like Quint- like when Quentin Tarantino was super hot, mm-hmm. super hot, he gives his hot script to Robert Rodriguez to do, mm-hmm. you know, for uh, Dust Till Dawn. Mm-hmm. When um, Del Toro was super hot, coming off of the. Uh, uh, 
the the thing the, his vampire thing. He's doing the mimic. Yeah. He's got trouble with the studio. No, he. Uh, I can't. Um, Chronos. He's coming with Chronos. He's he's, yeah. he's doing the mimic. He's having trouble with the studio. He's like, I don't know if I can make my schedule. Mm-hmm. He calls up Robert Rodriguez and he's like, Come shoot my second unit. Right. There's also that story about how Spielberg shot second unit on. Um, Scarface at the in in in, in the, the the shoot really? at the end. Yeah, it's like I don't think I've heard that story. You know, was, uh, you see, Brian De Palma says it in that De Palma documentary, and you see okay. some clips from behind the scenes, and you see Spielberg on set. Really, you know, so it's there. No, young Spielberg yeah, young Spielberg. So, and, oh, and this is like between this is a this is in between uh, E. T. and Raiders. He's really? able, he's able to fit this That's in. Height. So it's kind of like right. where are you putting your mind? You know, right. you got time. You right. know, so. <laughs> Hey, uh, Spike that? Lee. Yeah, he got a new one. I know. No, Black, no, he won. Uh, Black Clansman, he won. Yeah, the Grand Prix at Cannes, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. He's like won before, sport. though. I like the trailer. I think he's won. Yeah, I, like I think the trailer is um, looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for uh, uh, Denzel Washington's son. What is his name? Why, his last name is Washington. Is it Robert? He's the one who stars in it, right? Yeah. Robert. So that's yeah. his son. Yeah. Isaiah. Yeah. Not, Robert is Isaiah. Not, no. What is... Sorry. He's in Ballers. He's in Ballers. He's in Ballers. Yeah. Yeah. So, is it Dan? I think it's John David. John David. Yeah, David John. John David, David Washington. Yeah, John, John Washington. he's in Baller. He's a great actor too. He's great, he's great in that. He's great. And in so, that yeah, I, 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 it looks the trailer looked really good. It looks like it reminds me of of Spike being back in his his form, getting right. back in there. And so I'm looking forward to seeing it. You know, it's been a minute. Well, see, you know, I remember there was a there was in a, a minute. There was an old issue. I think I still have this. This must have been like in the late '90s. The issue of Entertainment Weekly mm-hmm. that did like top fifty directors of all time, most impressive guys, you know. And it was all these guys going back, but Spike Lee was on that list. Mm. I remember that. And there was number forty nine. Well, <laughs> no, no, he, no, he was he was he was higher than that. He, I'm the, and, and, number forty nine no, on, on the next brothers. page. It's, 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 it's all the number because they were page. saying that. This is like I think after he had done like Malcolm X, so they were oh, saying yeah. that like he's demonstrated such. A skill and, and mastery of the craft and the ability to tell like mm-hmm. such different type of stories and it's just like, you know, he's someone who I don't ever think has like lost his ability to make something like you know important, interesting. Mm-hmm. I just think he's a guy who's fed by the times, mm. and I think that those early five films like came out of what was going on in the eighties, mm-hmm. yeah. and I feel like in the last. 10 years or so why he hasn't had a lot of stuff interesting to say is because the times haven't been so um, polarizing and aggressive for him to like focus mm. his, his like what's so great about his mm. his his point of view and now that like Trump's in office and he's like where's the pro- I have to tell my story about how, how America's fucked up because Trump because we put Trump in the office that's a good point and it's like black kind see because I keep we talked about this with Carl I always wonder sometimes <clears throat> if it has to do with when you get a certain amount of success, you stop feeling all those other things, you know. There's that. There's Look, there's, I'm, I'm not, look, that's no, a great hear, point, hear, too. It's a great point, too. Let me just finish where, where I'm going with that is, is just my point of view. I'm just wondering if when you get to be really, really successful and you haven't been poor for a long time and you get in free everywhere and you get things, you haven't lived on the streets of Brooklyn like you did 15, 20 years ago, so you lose that angst. 
that you had before. Maybe that's just my opinion. I don't. I'm wondering if that ever well, falls in there. Okay. The hunger, the hunger. Okay, but see, okay, that's an interesting point. It's a great point because that's in terms of those like those first five or six movies. He can't tell those films anymore because yes, he's been rich too long and had mm-hmm. too much power and too much sycophants around and stuff like that. Right. But to me, post you know Malcolm X, if you look at like um, She Hate Me, you look at. She uh, hate me. Yeah. She's got to have it. Yeah. No, no, no. There's a movie he did called She oh, Hate Me. She hate me. See, I don't remember that one. She and, and you should forget it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But see, it had its moments. It had. Its, I, it I felt know. that movie. Had That's its, what like, I'm saying. It was two different it, movies going on at the same yes, time, but and I felt like there was a decision that should have been made, and the one it interesting wasn't story wasn't made. Yeah, so. but it's a but but it's, but it introduces us to to what's his name, Mackie. Oh yeah, yeah, Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie. A little bit more to prominence. So so that movie, Inside Man. And um, and Clockers, mm-hmm. I think, are these movies that he did post? You know, when he has his, I love Clockers, the, like the big chunk, like great movie. But people yeah, don't talk about people don't talk about it that much, right? It's because true. it's not like this black experience film that he was known for doing. It's like a straight Clockers con- is not a black experience film. No, it's not. It's not. Mm. It's what? it's fucking Richard Price fucking writing about the, the, the drug deal shit. It's not the same thing as. Well, I mean, it doesn't. Like it, it, it doesn't have those black isms. Yes. Mm. Yes. But, you know it's not dead presidents. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's like that movie and Inside Man like show you that when he that he has this ability to whenever he gets the right project, he can always do something great. Right. And I feel that, 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 that and he just grew at a point where he needed, I mean, it's, it's weird. It's like he needed Trump to come along mm-hmm. to fucking give him the fuel to make this. And it's like, and it's kind of like, but it's like being back in the 80s again. It's like being in the 80s again. It is. A lot of shit was popping off in the 80s and he had a lot to talk about and now it's like... Because I think you make a great point. That happens to a lot of filmmakers. So that's the only one good thing we get from the Trump administration. It's Spike Lee back on his game. I'm sorry, Spike. Because the thing about his movies is that like I watch his movies and it's, it's something I do with certain guys. It's like I watch whatever he puts out because even if the movie is not that well told, mm-hmm. he's such a consummate uh, craftsman that he shows you stuff that he's like been like experimenting with. It, right. Little sequences here or there that you, that you probably... <clears throat> That you're not going to see with other filmmakers because when because when they get to that level they don't want to experiment anymore they're like afraid of shit like that yeah they're like you we know, got too we, much that we, we, we got got they too, they lose too, they lose that edge because what what's the movie you did uh, Red Hook Summer you remember a couple years ago Red Hook name. Summer I mean it's it kind of freaking movie but the way yeah. he told that story somebody the way he told the story about the when he would go back to the uh, the guy from the Wire who was the preacher I was like dude like. That's such cool filmmaking because mm. people won't even like attempt to do that now. Mm. They're like afraid they're gonna get shut down by the studio or be told like, oh, who's gonna understand that? Mm. I'm just like, dude, yes, do that shit, <laughs> do the cool <laughs> shit, and he's doing the cool shit now again because he has. Hey, we'll try. Yeah. Get back. So before we get too late, uh, you have three of these. No, I just have that. Well, how are we all supposed you to read what? it if only one person has it? I I I all I had all I had on with me. You see what I'm talking about? You know what? You see the bullshit. See, I'm see, about? we can do it later. This this is another time. Okay. Let me see. No, no, we can't look no, at y'all it. Y'all talk. Okay, I'm gonna you hold see it. if I can make copies. Okay. So anyway, <clears throat> congratulations, Spike. Um, there are a couple of movies that look like that might be pretty good that are coming out from cons that I might want to check out. But I don't know. Uh, are there any new movies that are coming out recently in the next two months that you're thinking about worth going to go see? Um. 
I want to see... There's this new movie. It, it, it looks weird to me, like, tonally. But I do want to see it. Um, I think it's called The Hotel Artemis. That's what I want to see. Tell us about that one. What's Sterling that one? Sterling K. Okay, so... Oh, Every, everybody named Mama's in it. Right, Sterling right, right. K. Brown. I love him. He's so fun. Jody Foster, <laughs> Foster. My first. I know. My first. Well, I know. When is he? My she don't even. Crush. I'm just like, why does she? <laughs> why does who what? She didn't act enough anymore. I know. I love her. That's why I'm so excited. And that, that's, honestly, that's part of what. Before I even Sterling was in it. That's part of why I wanted to see it. Yeah. Because Jody like, oh, Foster shit, Jody Foster's in it. Oh shit. I think uh, uh, my other husband, um, Jeff Goldblum's in it. Oh, he is. <laughs> he plays the villain. Right. Yeah. So basically, yeah, the premise yeah, yeah. is this. I did this. see the trailer for this. The I premise is, is basically a hotel Artemis is basically a secret hotel. That's it's mm-hmm. a front. The hotel is a front right. for a secret hospital for criminals when they get shot or weird hospital stuff, so they mm-hmm. can come here and have doctors. Mob Safe doctors. place. Mob doctor. Yeah, yeah. It's like mob doctor, mm-hmm. but on steroids. But on steroids. Right. Yeah. And it looks so good. Mm-hmm. So really I'm excited good. for that. And then for me also, it's Hereditary, the horror movie. I know I mentioned this in the last episode, but yeah. What's that one about? It's, oh man, the same woman. I keep, Colette, what's her first name? Tony Colette. Tony Colette. She plays a mom whose mom dies and weird stuff starts to happen. Hmm. So it's a horror movie about this family and their blood, something about their bloodline is kind of weird. And the woman is just discovering it when her mother oh, passes away. Oh, I saw the show for this. I know. Okay. I, yeah. I just didn't know what it was called. Oh, it was based on a short? No, no. A trailer for it. Oh, yeah. I, I saw a part of it. I'm, I'm going to see that. Um, but here's the thing, though. Oh, the, peop- the guys. There's a French movie that, that I might see tonight. It's called Revenge. It's about this. Well, well, it's called what now? It's Rich? called Revenge. Uh-huh. It's about this woman who goes on a, um, uh, a vacation with like her husband or fiance on some weekend and shit goes wrong and mm. she's like goes on the war path goes wrong. and just takes them all fucking out <laughs> and it's like a French movie mm. and I interested and the thing about like 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 when the French do American films this feels like a, this feels like an exploitation film that, that, that we would have seen like in the 70s right but when they do our genres they really push them in a really fascinating way right, right. So. well the reason why I want to see um, Hereditary is because that the, the the people who did this movie, they did this short. And if you have not seen the short, and don't mind that, that's a script being printed up right now as we speak. So it's a screenwriter's rant room. <laughs> Let's not act surprised. You're not going to hear a printer print up some scripts. <laughs> but basically, um, the, the short is called um, The Strange Thing About the Johnsons. Okay. Um, I'll always say, you can go to Vimeo and check it out. But um, the director is Ari Aster, is a guy who, who's doing the film Hereditary. And the reason why I really want to see it was because of the short. Mm-hmm. I saw the short several years ago, and I didn't really talk much about it because it's one of those shorts where the content of the story might trigger some people or make people uncomfortable. But I'll give you the premise because I don't care don't. <laughs> at this point. Damn. Uh, the premise, well, I don't, you know, at this point now, it's like, it's, I think that short came out like in 2011. And at this point okay. now, it's like, you know what, we're grown folks. The premise of the story is it's a, it's, a, it's a black family, and they're like a typical, they look like an upper middle class black family, but the son in the family is sexually abusing the father. Oh. And the whole oh, wait, short- the son's abusing the father? Yes. Wow. And it's the most, uh, within the first two minutes of the, the short- you're like, what the hell kind of world is this? Mm. Because, and what made me think that this filmmaker who do, doing Hereditary got me intrigued is because 
the way it's filmed, like it has these bright pastel colors. So it's kind of like that weird, it kind of reminds me of like David Lynch movie where it's like on the surface level, everything looks pretty and fine, but underneath it's just kind of nasty crumbling. Yeah. But it's just such a well done short and it makes people so uncomfortable. <laughs> like people I talk, I couldn't even talk to certain people with it because once they saw it, they were just like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Lisa, Lisa, what the hell? Lisa, yeah. you are crazy. Yes, yeah, like what is wrong with you? you? But y'all should know that already. But, but, yeah, it was funny. I, I love it when you, people make a movie where the expectations in the first two minutes can just play right. you yes. so hard. That's one of the things I love and about this. Is this short so when you see it? Because okay, there's a movie I, I love. This movie it's this French movie and it's called um, Ridicule, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Opens up where this guy he comes. <clears throat> this is like in the uh, you know it's the, t- it's the court time, so it's the time of like you know of, of like Louis the Fourteenth or something. Right. Like that, mm-hmm. where all it was all dressed up, Gestures, the perfumed yeah. men and shit like that. I mean, uh, so the guy, this guy, he walks in to this old man's house. He talks to him and goes, do you remember me? And he's like, no, no, I don't. He goes, you don't remember me? Because you used to call me Little Boots or some shit like that. He hmm. goes, and the old man who's kind of like got a, he's in a wheelchair, one of those old wooden wheelchairs. Reminds me of Godfather 2 stuff yeah. when he goes back and, and says, kinda, my father. Yeah, and he's like, what? And, he's, he's like, and then all of a sudden he's like, you, remember, you don't remember me now, don't you? He says his name and his eye opens up. Hmm. And the guy takes his dick out and just pees on it. And I was just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you gonna be about? I love that surreal yeah. stuff. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Right. Because right. like, you're not expecting this in a costume drop. Right. right. And in the first two minutes, I was like, okay, wait, wait, wait. This, <laughs> this. This movie is a little off the chain now. Wait, your reaction is like the reaction when time went to went to uh, Sundance, and there's certain movies you don't know nothing about, and you just go in to go see them, and something <laughs> wild happens, and you're like, "Is it too late for me to get back on the little free <laughs> car ride that takes you back to the hotel so I get my drink? Like, what have I gotten myself into? Now I'm trapped." That's one of the things I like about Atlanta. It does that to you every episode. Oh it's my god! Just like yes. some weird, surreal shit that happens. I'm like. And I tell people that's why I love that show because that's like my black life. Like that was my junior high school, grade school life was that kind of surreal, crazy, weird stuff going on and no one's going to believe it. And I think that's why I have such an affinity with that show is because I feel like at last someone can see the shit I had to live through, which anything can go left at any moment. Or stuff could be kind of cool, but stuff is always kind of sketchy. Like Atlanta now, this season, it makes me nervous. Every episode I watch, I'm nervous. Every episode, I'm nervous. All right, you ready to read now? So let's get in. So so for the people who who haven't, let me, hold on, hold on. For people who haven't haven't heard this part, we don't do this very often. We used to do it all the time. Yes. We have this little segment we call the Don't Sleep On Them segment, which is where, you know, we say don't sleep on something like a new script or whatever that's coming on. So we have this little segment where we read like, either like the first two or three pages of somebody's um, script or a cool little action scene, but it's mainly dialogue. You might have one or two or three lines in the entire part. So the action, not dialogue. I'm sorry. It's mainly action. Forgive me. Is I was thinking the reverse. So it's mainly, mainly action, just kind of sets it up, and then we sit and discuss about whatever it is. So what did you bring us today, Chris? I <clears throat> brought in a scene from uh, Mercury Falling. A mm-hmm. uh, scene takes place in the end of the second act when Orson Welles is tell the kids what what it is just so, like a little premise. All right, so 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 this is a movie. It's set in the 1950s. It's when Orson Welles was on a creative exile in Europe, and it's how he um, uh, risked his sanity making his film version of Othello. Um, and Paul Guillaume had mentioned that it was. Uh, the, the best spec he read this year on Twitter a couple weeks right, ago. Right, that was awesome. So, which I really appreciate Paul saying that <clears> a lot. <throat> um, so, 
I was trying to think, well, so like, was there a moment that I could just bring in that was fit this? Mm-hmm. Mostly action. Right. So this is the scene when he's uh, uh, he's worried. Orson Welles is worried because he's uh, he hasn't paid his taxes on this money that he's hmm. been making to fund his movie for several years, right. and he's worried that the IRS are coming to get him okay. because because in this couple scenes before he read an article in the in the initial herald tribune where the treasury agents were after lucky luciano in um in italy mm-hmm. so he knows that they could be oh, right. in in, in europe too and, and this thing takes place in paris now okay. my french ain't what it used to be <clears throat> it's fine uh, but uh you do the narration as all right usual. but uh, i trust it is it Chiron? yeah chris Mont- 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 i'll read the Pursuer, you read Orson, and then you just go ahead and do Eartha. Is the car a Citroen? Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure. I'm trying to get my French. I'm, I'm going to be, listen, <laughs> if I'm going to narrate, I'm going to be sitting here bludgeoning somebody's words that they <laughs> slaved over to get us to the stuff. I understand. All right. All right, here we go. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure you're ready? Let's go. Are you going to read the, the dialogue part? I'm going to read The Pursuer. He's going to read Orson, and you're going to do Eartha Kitts one little line. You get to be Eartha Kid? Yes. And I want to see it perfectly. Oh my God, I can't do the purr. Should I purr? No. (laughs) Here we go. Okay. All right. Is that Montmartre? Montmartre. Montmartre, thank you. Exterior, Montmartre Metro Station, night. It's snowing. Orson, glum, comes up the stairs, walks to the corner with the rest of the crowd, crosses the street. Chiron, late winter, 1951. Behind him, a gunmetal gray Citrion 2CV falls into position, purposely keeping its distance. Moments later, Orson, now alone, notices Citrion is still behind him. He experiments with picking up the pace. The Citrion matches it. A car coming the other way. Orson jerks into the street. The oncoming car honks, swerves, blocking the Citrion. Orson doubles back, exploits the moment to duck behind a parked car, has trouble controlling his breathing. The Citrion's gears grind. It reverses, stops. The door opens. Our pursuer's footsteps run as far as the corner. The footsteps slow a moment as the pursuer surveys the empty street. The footsteps return, coming closer. Orson's adrenaline spikes. This ain't make-believe. This is real. He bolts. Wells, stop! A New Jersey accent. Treasury or Hearst? Like Orson gives a fuck. Always falls, almost falls as he darts up a slippery, narrow passageway. The pursuer hops back into the Citrion. Exterior. Montmorner steps later. Orson, heaving, scrambles up the steep steps. Interstitial landing. Orson, spent, sags against a tree. The sound of a car approaching at the bottom of the staircase, screeching to a halt. A car door opening. Orson lifts his head to see the Citrion. His pursuers attacking the stairs, two at a time. Orson musters all he's got. Surges upward. Exterior, top of the stairs. Stumbles out into the street, spinning to get his bearings. Recognizes a brazier. Hurries over. Brazier, sorry. Interior, brazier, night. Orson slips inside. It's packed. Air heavy with cigarette smoke. Laughter. Orson scans the joint. There, on the far side of the bar. Eartha, with a bunch of musicians, actors, and writers. Orson navigates to them. They're excited to see him. Greet him. He kisses Eartha. Bonsoir. Uh, Mustache. Orson, what's going on? But he's already ducking to the kitchen door. Exterior, brasserie, back alley, night. The the, The pursuers burst out the door. No Orson. They hear feet running for their life in a direction they can't pinpoint. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a lot yeah. popping off in there. First of all, I respect the clean pages. Yes. Thank First you. First thing I saw. First thing I saw. First thing. Take a look. 
First thing, clean. Yes. Moving. Mm-hmm. Things happening. Okay? I Eyes that. going down. Eyes going down the page. Down. And we end on a nice little, the, the first page. You give us an action thing happening the next page. It makes me want to turn the page. What I'm really curious to know, because you kind of made this into like, like I'm seeing Orson as like this action like there's intrigue, right. you know, because we always have these imaginations of like Orson. He's just a filmmaker. Right. He was getting into some shit, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and of course, you got Eartha Kit. Please, right. oh my mystery. god, it has it's mystery. mystery. Yeah. yeah, and plus, it's like you start off one way, and this is always good for for beginning writers um, when we're talking about tone and we're talking about things shifting. You should always have things either starting at a high, ending on a low, or going on a low, going to a high yeah. to keep the pacing going. And if you notice, we start off with snow. Mm-hmm. You know, Orson's glum. He's just walking, minding his business. And then immediately we have things starting to happen and it pops off pretty quick. And then we end also at the very end with his pursuers coming after him. So you create a sense of mystery for us to turn the page and want to figure out what's going on next. Like who's pursuing him mm-hmm. makes me want to figure out what's going on. Which is funny because I noticed it too. It started on the snow mm-hmm. and ended back on the feet, but you know it's still snow on the ground. Right. So you kept it. The, 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 the visual. Right, visual, the visual. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The sound of crunching it ends on the sound right. of crunching. You know what I mean? Like one is like pacing and one is... You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's intentional. Mm-hmm. You know, I love And I loved show. a lot of the, the the language that's very... Like the action, you're using a lot of like really on point um, action verbs. Like surging, you know, attacking. Right. Like there's a constant energy that's going with it where most people say, oh, he his pursuers, you know, walk... Walk up the stairs, run up the stairs two at a time. No, they're not walking. They're attacking. Right. Right. So you're giving us a sense of like, this is some serious shit. These ain't just people running after him like he owns some money. They are mm-hmm. attacking. So what that does is as a reader, it's making me kind of concerned. It's making me a little nervous. Right. Like shit might not end up nicely. Right. Like he, Orson Welles might have lived to be an old man, but some shit might have happened to him in this scene. Let me ask you a question. Where is this in the script? This is, uh, like I said, this is like, this is in the, the second half of the second act. Okay, second half. So we're we're coming into second half. Okay. Okay. So we're 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 past the midpoint. Mm-hmm. Just, okay. a, just a little. So we're bit coming past into that. okay. So we're around page seventy or something. Yeah, it's, it's right. actually seventy-two. Okay, good. All right. Um, see, I got that shit instantly intellectual. So um, the interesting thing is now. See, I'm curious now as you go back into the story, like what is all the shit he's done that's led him to this chase? Oh yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Now yeah. we see this, and it hasn't even really began yet. This right. is like an early stage. Uh oh, but it's a minor uh oh, but it's a big uh oh because it's a oh for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's what I like about it. It's, well, it's, yeah, it's, at, it's at a point in the script. I don't want to give too much away, but it's like it's at a point in the script where you know he's exhausted all of his own resources, right. and then when you're thinking, okay, so I don't have any more resources, <clears throat> how do I finish the movie? Mm-hmm. Oh no, you're in debt. You got people after you. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what you get now, right. money wise. You right. got you. You you know you, you have to you have to get back to you have to you have to get back to zero before right. you can even keep going forward. You know. And I thought at this point in the movie, this was what it needed. It, I, you know, I the movie almost about him making a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking to someone. These German producers are interested in this, and it's, they were asking me this, and I was like, well. It's maybe thirty percent of the movie is him making the movie. Mm. You know, the rest of it is like 
his struggle, like right. his struggle to do it, his struggle to meet people. He's, you know, he's, you know, who he's meeting right. when he feels like he can't go on and he's, he's with Duke Ellington and with Eartha Kitt later on trying mm-hmm. to like, you know, I have to figure out something else in my life, you know, are, 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 are you, you know, there's new things I can do now. I, mean, I don't have to be, make, I, I, I don't have to make the movie. Right. You know, I'm, I'm not that one guy. I mean, mm-hmm. it's one of the things I thought was interesting about handling this was, you know, a lot of people, or like, well, why to make a movie about someone who's making a movie? I was like, well, he's not just anyone making a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, he's got. You know, this is the movie that's filled with everybody, with with some big star mm-hmm. at every turn. Whether it's Winston <clears throat> Churchill, whether it's Arthur Kitt, right. whether it's you know, it's like Lawrence Olivier later on. It's just like all these people, right. and it's like, okay, that's like a story of someone who's part of that atmosphere, but are struggling to remain there. You know? See, this is important because it's about like finding your way into your story and like what makes it different. Because mm. when you're, because t- you're not necessarily telling a bio story on Orson Welles. This is a part of his life mm-hmm. that you chose. Mm-hmm. It's like Pamela and I. We were talking with you guys earlier offline about this project we're doing, and it's not about her that character being this Buffalo soldier. It's about her life around that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That's the importance of that's just a moment. Right. You know what I mean? Right, Pam? Mm-hmm. And so so that's what I see that you're doing. You're like, let me take this little moment. It's not about this. It's kind of about this time that he was going through with all these other elements. Yeah, I mean, it's also, <clears throat> you know, the one thing that she, that is interesting about this, I would say, is always trying to figure out, like, what's more than the story? Right. What is more than the story for something like this? Like, how does it work for people? You know, and Orson Welles is well known in the film industry for making Citizen Kane at twenty five. Mm-hmm. But then you got to say to yourself, "What happened next? Right. Why is there anything else after right. that?" Right. I mean, I I don't think there's very few filmmakers who. How many movies did he make? Ten. Okay. His first movies it was considered for fifty years the greatest movie of all time. Right. How do you talk? That's how you talk. You <laughs> might as well retire. And... How do you even approach, you know, a immediate approach? And, and what happens to you after that? What is part of that? You know, mm-hmm. and, and I always found that interesting. Like, you know, you make that movie. What do you, I mean, what can you do? It's kind of like you say to yourself, so Steven Spielberg makes Jaws <clears throat> and then disappears. <laughs> right. Right. Coppola makes The Godfather right. and disappears. Mm-hmm. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I want to know what happened. Because there's a story there. Mm-hmm. It's a huge story there, you know. And I think that, you know, part of what I wanted to st- say, and I was like, you know, do we have second acts in life? Mm. It was a big thing for me. Figuring mm-hmm. this out. There's a theme. You know, it was a big yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. you know, do, like, do you have one? Because right. that then makes it more relevant to everybody. Yeah, so everybody can relate to that. Everybody goes through right. some shit, you right. know. I mean, I, kept, I was thinking to myself, I was like, okay, so if you, if you were a hotshot attorney and then you fucked up a case and everyone's like, you can't handle big shit anymore, right. then, what, then what can you do? You're a mm-hmm. big doctor, you kill someone on the table, mm-hmm. you know? You're Ben Carson, you, you, you do the brain thing, and then right. your second act is your brain. <laughs> and you fuck up the rest <laughs> of your life. Like, like whatever it is. <laughs> Making you question, were you really a brain surgeon? Right. Did that really yeah. happen? I, I don't really what know. school did you go to right. and got your degree? Yeah. yeah this would be a great page, too, uh, for like, if Clara does her book when she does the samples of like mm-hmm. action scenes, it'd be like perfect. Yeah, it's nice and clean. Yeah. But see, that's one of the things that I want people to know. This is why we got to do what you're talking about where we could post this shit. <laughs> Um, Anyway, but what you guys can't see is I don't think you have any more than two lines anyway. Exactly. 
Everything is clean on the page. That's oh. what they say. You want it to be clean on the page. You don't want it to be dense. You know, this is what I'm talking about. It should be just easy. Because as easy, you're reading easy. it, you feel like you're running with him. Right. I'm with him. Here comes right. the car. We're on the street. It's right. like boom, 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 boom. Right. And younger writers think they have to put all of everything in the in the in the in the in the garbage bag. You know what I mean? But you don't have to. You just have to to make it. But look at how visual it is. You're mm-hmm. like you said. You're like right there mm-hmm. with him at the same time. You could feel him breathing. If you really listen to the way mm-hmm. it's moving, you're right him with, with his footsteps. You're you're with him as he enters into another door and tries to sneak out the other way. Boom! He runs into Earth Kid, who you know he wants to talk to, but he's so in he's a like, panic. Oh, he's like, I can't I mean, even talk yeah, to you. Yeah, there's the part. I mean, it's like I didn't you say, but I mean? it's like he, when he says hello to her, it's like he he looks over his shoulder and he sees the people coming into the right. door. And he's like, right. "Fuck! I gotta go. Right. 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 I gotta right. go because right. I can't even like." I can't explain it to her. I didn't want to get embarrassed in front this of her. This is his first meet. No, this is not the first meet. Oh, okay. No, 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 okay. No. They've already met. All right. And he's already been like hanging out with her and like. Oh, so they already know, did their whole night thing? Yeah, the night okay. Yeah, they've, okay. yeah, this is like after that. So he's kind of like already. He's painted himself a certain way to her. Oh. You know? Right. So that's, so he don't want her to yeah, see. Yeah, he's seen it, <laughs> yeah. you know? I got the creditors on my heel. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm not just avoiding the deck collector call. They're yeah, at my yeah. house. So. <laughs> we done smashed, but now my creditors are yeah. behind me and I'll be back. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, but it's interesting. It's, it's like the thing you said, you know, about how it's like you start off with snowing and then you and you know you hear the snowing at the end. Right. You don't even need to see it. You don't have to say it again. Right. You don't yeah. have to say it. You know, it's right. like those footsteps. Where right. are they? And right. you mean, it's like you know, there's a there's a, a line that um, James Baldwin said, and he, he was like, every sentence uh, needs to be as clean as a bone, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like you just have to really strive to do that. I mean, and to me, I feel with action, you don't want to go more than a line. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to go more than half a line. If you look at that, like a right. lot of it's not even half a line, right? Because right. it's like. I need to move you down right. because mm-hmm. you start looking at action scenes and movies and shit like that, and you're like, they moving, mm-hmm. you know, they really. I have moving. one of my favorite little little parts that I was looking at is goes like this: the footsteps return, coming closer. Orson's adrenaline spikes. Now you underlined that intentionally. Now we'll get to that in a second. This ain't make believe. This is real. He bolts. The pursuer says, "Well, stop." A New Jersey accent, Treasure or Hurst. Like Orson gives a fuck. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. Uh-huh. You can talk to your readers. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That's what you're doing. You're talking to us. You're giving us a tone. You know. And to me, that's really, really important. People think, oh, well, you can't say that. You can't say what a character's thinking. Or can't if you do it cleverly, right? And you keep it in the style of that, right? We buy it. I bet you you're talking like this through the whole script. You know and what if I mean? you read, and as you're reading it, it, as I was reading it, right. I was almost in, in my head, I'm thinking of it like, because he's been running. Right. So in my head, it's like, you know, he's out of breath. New Jersey Jackson, who is the fuck? I gotta right. keep moving. I don't even like, have time I, to I deal with it. I ain't got time to process this. Right. I gotta keep it moving. Right. 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 And it's consistent when he runs in, into um, 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 Eartha, the same thing. He still can't deal with it again. You didn't have to say it, but we got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, same yeah. thing. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is great. This is really, really. This good. would be perfect for Vincent D'Onofrio. Maybe a few years ago, uh, I could see him <laughs> as an Orson Welles. Who do you see? Who do you see? I can't remember who you said. Uh, so I, I just to tell you. I remember I did tell you. I mean, I was talking with a friend of mine who owns a German distribution and production finance company. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. before he went to Cannes, and we were talking to actors. We were talking like, 
is it Benedict Cumberbatch? Is it is it like I mean, does, is it is is it Tom Hardy? Is it like that's my Tom husband? Hardy would be you know, great. It's, it's, uh, just he's a big guy. He's, big guy. He, it's important. You know. He can put on the weight, and he could. He's do skinny he's at this time. He's skinny at for this time. He's not fat yet. He's skinny. Okay, you can you. I give you permission to use my husband. <laughs> I give you permission. It's him. You know, we talked about um. Uh, this guy who plays Thor, Chris Hemsworth, maybe mm. you know. Maybe. What about my other husband, who's what, out of work right what now? What ninety ones do you? Have? I have <clears throat> Legion. <laughs> <laughs> um, although I mean, he, I don't know. Uh, oh God, what's his name? He played in Vikings, the lead in Vikings. Oh, oh. your boy, Travis yeah. Femmel. Travis, yeah. Well, that's the problem, though. It's hard. If we had somebody on the mic, they'd be able to talk about this. Um, it's true. It's very true. <laughs> they talk about casting somebody in TV and film and vice versa and all that other stuff. Yeah, because we'll, we'll do an episode yeah, on well, that well, one well, day. What's his name? hasn't hasn't transitioned r- very well. Um, Who's that? Charlie Hunnan from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, yeah. oh. you know. Oh, Char- well. Now, it, no, it, no. Um, no. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying him, but I'm saying if you look right. like, 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 like he was a big TV star, yeah. but his, his feature. Well, he films, came from movies and went into TV though. Yeah, and his, and his feature films haven't, I mean, right. haven't jumped. I mean, who else did we talk about? We talked about um, what's his name? Uh, Superman, Henry, Henry oh. Cavill. Yeah, Henry yeah. Cavill. Um, yeah, because Orson, young Orson, was really, he was handsome. Handsome, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, he's thirty-four. Right, you know, right. so you don't really look at. It. I mean, I, I think our head of him is when he's older. His, yeah, yeah, when he's right. selling wine True. and shit like that right. but, with the beard. Yeah, but <clears throat> no, no beard, right. clean shaven, right. skinny. You know, Timmy, two hundred pounds, right. two twenty. I mean, he's six three. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, you know, whatever. Okay, we talked about um, Tessa Thompson for Eartha Kitt. No, um, Tessa. Tom? No, he, who like? No. I was like, I don't know if she could do it. No, um, I love Tessa. No, who else did we talk about? No, I don't know. You, you, but see, you know, there was someone. Who, there was someone who I, who I wanted to talk to who mm-hmm. won't come on the mic about Ooh. this. Oh, about <laughs> who we got to get for this role. But off you know, <laughs> you stupid. I've been busy with something, but I have. But I've, I, you know, there's three emails. I'm trying to think for you. Oh, yeah, she, she she probably could do it, but but I, I do I know want, somebody I who wanna, can uh, definitely give you a list. I'll, I'll give me a list because I need a list because we've got. And I want to see some new faces. Right. <clears throat> and if you're going to create this world and it's going to be fresh, you can't go with people who are hot right now. It's going to take me out the movie. That's true. I mean, to to me, that, you know, that's true. You know, but the, you know, no, it's not true. It's Right. But see, well, he, but okay, but this, this is listen the thing. to me. This is the thing. Listen to yeah, me. Nigga, listen to this. Yeah, listen to this. I'm dealing with a guy who's gonna put the money up. Now, there's only part of the money. And then you give me his phone number, and, this and we will have a conversation. I need some additional people, but we have to get additional people because it's just it's just it's just German money, and you know, and his company was very interested because they were like, You're so, you know, th- like they said, you got to get uh, a French and an Italian co-producer to do the movie. Mm. Just because of what it, the scope of the movie is, because of the incentives and shit like that. Well, yeah, what? the incentives, you know. And he was like, "It's not set in Germany, but you know, but but if you do all the post in Germany and maybe do your studio work in Germany, then okay. you can still make it work." Because I was wondering if this Germany. is like a movie you could shoot in Hungary or something, because you know, they have all the incentives and people always go there to shoot. Oh, yeah, in well, yeah, it's, mm. it's okay. Mm. 
they do that if you can't qualify for these other things, okay. you know. But if you're going to come in as like a as like a European co-production, you don't have to go to right. Hungary right. because you got all these yeah, other. Germany people. wants you to yeah, come. Germany in. wants you. They right. want you, and, and they're giving over <clears> backwards. <throat> um, you know, but like something I know somebody who knows a little bit about. Yeah, this. but you know, right. but there's mm-hmm. but there's uh, but there's part of it takes place in in Morocco. Right. You know, there's the, the whole ending takes place at Cannes. Right. So you, so it's like that's why everyone's. Yeah, like, it's an international movie. Yeah, for sure, definitely an international. And let me movie. just say this before we finish. Here's one thing I love about the fact that you're writing this, and Pam and I have talked about this, and I think we did too. I love, and I know you and I have talked about this, I love that you, as a black man, are writing a movie about fucking Orson Welles. Who's like, because let me just say a this. pedestal for most we cinema know, people. <laughs> I smacked. Yes, you did. <laughs> there are some people who don't think With a he should be writing this movie. Who, who, who are these people? It's irrelevant. The point I'm making is, what did we say when we were talking with the guys from A Quiet Place? This is the one that's going to get you in because nobody sees it coming from you. Mm-hmm. Except for everybody who knows you could do it. It's, on the, it's in the writing. The writing is fucking excellent. And people you feel who, me? And people who <clears throat> act like right. black people right. don't look at other people's world stories and not connect to them and right. see something that we can do. So, yeah. So when this happens, you remember, oh, girl here. I can put a wig on. <laughs> I can be walking in the you background. Your cousins I, got, here, right? I, I got some relatives in, in Italy, and I can just come. I can catch the train to Germany. My dad's already in Germany. So you filmed in Germany. <laughs> My dad's already there. Like, so there was the I just need to walk in the background. <laughs> be one of those black Germans. See, there was, there, was, there was a movie that we. I talked with them. My my friend hated this movie, but I said, but but think about it. How they made it, mm-hmm. which is which is um, Cloud Atlas, right? Mm-hmm. So Cloud Atlas. Oh yeah. You know, uh, they basically did this model. They did all their studio work in Germany, uh, outside of Berlin, mm. and then they shot the big chunks of it in Spain. Um, and I, I want to say they didn't shoot in London, but they shot uh, Bel- Belgium, Belgium. Okay. So you know, and they were to work the incentives to make that movie. You know, oh, and Glasgow. They shot in oh, Glasgow. Okay. Really? This was crazy. They doubled. Glasgow mm-hmm. for 1970 San Francisco. Oh well, it looks. I could see that. And you, you know, which is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But they were like, "How do we do this? How do we right. make this work right. into thing?" You know, and again, because they could figure the, it's all. You know, they could figure the right. incentives out, and and only, you know, there's, there's three directors on that movie. You know, um, Tom Twyker and, and then the Wachowskis, uh-huh. and just the Wachowskis and some of the cast were American. Everybody mm-hmm. else was was European. Right. You know, and, and they cobbled all the money together. Mm-hmm. And then they and the the Wachowskis had like some sort of deal where with Warner Brothers that they they owed them a movie, you know. Tell me offline what you think the budget is for this. Have you know. you guys haven't done a line by line? You haven't. No. Okay. No. All right. But we'll talk. here's the thing: I wrote it to not be expensive. There right. are some expensive scenes. Like there, you know, there's going to be. Well, just but because you gotta you, you gotta you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta jump around the world yeah. and stuff like that. But there's you know there's it's not. A big movie, okay. you know. You're in hotel rooms. You're in yeah. like recording studios. You're in this a back alley, a right. restaurant. You're right. in a jazz bar. You know places yeah. like that. You know it's not like it's not like we're. I mean, there's maybe in most of the countries you're shooting and still have all this old stuff. All this stuff anyway. So you, you know, don't have to go. Just be recreating. Yeah. You know, yeah. just need a really good. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, location manager, you'll be all on point. Yeah. That's what's up. Cool, man. Well, great, great papers. I mean, great pages. Thank you, Lisa. As always. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Good shit, man. That's what's up. Um, 
I, no, I mean, you just got me sitting here now. I'm going to be go when I go go drive away. I'm going to be thinking about who could play Eartha Kid now. I'm just trying to think <laughs> of all the actresses that are that are just hot to me right now who just need to. It is it was, there's, there's, there's someone you, who, who who needs the pop? I mean, there's yeah. always some role you see where someone like steals the show. Mm. Just yeah, a it's a scene stealer moment for yeah, sure. I mean, there's the movie that we saw called Good Good Time, good like like last fall. With, uh, with Robert Pattinson in it. It was some little small mm, crime movie. Okay. But he breaks into this black woman's house and has to hide there for a minute. Mm-hmm. And there's this black girl there who's maybe 14 or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. She steals the fucking show. Yeah. She was so awesome. I was like, oh, I was like, shit, I need to write her name down because she's so. like that bad, the black dude was the Untouchables. Untouchables, remember that? Oh, the yeah, yeah. Um, um, Omar Sy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like so popping. Like, yeah. Who are these people? You know, right. they're not known yet. Right. And, but, but you know, they just like light the screen up, right. you know, and that's, yeah, that's what you want. Awesome. Well, good, man. I, I really hope this movie happens for you, dude. I think it's so good. And, and what I love about it more, like I said, besides you, the black guy who wrote it, this is you on the page by yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, I support you and your brother working on shit, but sometimes you got to do some shit by yourself, and you chose to do the one thing that everybody said don't fucking do. So to me, it's on the page. Yeah, a lot of people said don't do this. It's on the page. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the so where you at, Chris? Uh, I'm at a unauthorized CBD on Twitter and Instagram and DerekBrothers.com. Right. Lisa? Um, I'm at what fresh hell is this on Twitter, and I'm on what fresh hell is this Lisa on the gram. I'm, I'm starting to get back on the gram again, so about time. I know. It's just you know, I don't need to have those many platforms. We but. can't even tag her in pictures. Another. I know. I know. I, I guess I got to start following you people. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. Follow the show, Screenwriters RR on Twitter. <clears throat> Any questions, Screenwriters Rant Room at gmail.com. Please follow us on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, what else? What else? What else? I was going to say something else. Can't remember. Hmm. Anyway, thank you, for Pamela, Asme, Andrew, for sitting in the hair. Woo-hoo! Jacqueline, <laughs> I see you over there. Uh-huh. Thank you for sitting in with out. us. Thank you. Sometimes we let the young writers come in and chill with us. Yeah. Um, you get some game today? Uh, so much. Mm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so y'all know how we do it on The Rant Room. On the show, we keep it real. Mm. We keep it opinionated. What? We keep it what, everybody? What? Wakanda. Forever. Peace, y'all. Ciao. I'ma say what I feel, and I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the Red Room. Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminished And the doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerds Got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, they sneak up all the Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring a game Then a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the Red Room.